Hello! Hey guys and welcome back to the M&M &M update. This is episode 3 and we are 4 weeks out from the BMBF finals. We are 3 weeks out. We have 3 weeks out. BMBF finals. <laughs> fuck. I was just like, oh my god, am I actually 4 weeks out? What the fuck am I doing cardio for now? <laughs> oh no. Okay, yes, we are, we, we're 3 weeks out. Jesus Christ. Getting confused with numbers. We're, yeah, we are. We are. We are three weeks out. It's three weeks out this weekend. Uh, yeah. So two weeks until peak week, which yeah, is what, actually yeah. what I thought about the other day. I'm getting all confused. The reason I'm getting confused is because I've qualified for the UK DFBA and I've got about four million numbers trying to roll in my, around in my, in my head. And reality, it's only two numbers, but two numbers is too much for someone that's contest prep dieting. Uh, Absolutely. So, so that was a cool introduction. So hey guys, welcome back. Um, this is AJ Morris, and you're joined by, uh, obviously, Vicky Masita as well, the Tiny Titan. And oh, yeah. uh, we're going to be discussing our week, how I've um, developed uh, some sort of memory loss, and, <laughs> of course, uh, how we're approaching our contest prep diets at this phase in the process. So, we started with myself last week. So, uh, Vicky rolled through, obviously, what my plans were for my peaking process, and for my UK DFBA qualifier, which, as you will have known if you followed me, went very, very well. And I'll discuss that, obviously, in my portion of the update. But first off, we're going to give the limelight to, to Vicky. And we're going to see how her week has gone. So, Vicky, how are you? And how things how are things going? Right. So, three weeks out, obviously, this week, um, we introduced some more cardio this week. Not a lot. And it was just a trial to see if um, it was actually going to cause any kind of impact on my physique at all. Mm. So, on, um, so, I had a big refeed on Saturday, which was really lovely. Okay. Um, just added in some more carbs and that kind of thing, which is great. And then on Sunday, Monday and Tuesday, I just started doing some low impact uh, cycling. So just first thing in the morning, it's the only time that I can fit my cardio in anyway is sure. first thing. I don't do it fasted because all the bros say that you should do fasted cardio. I just do it in the morning because it's when I can fit it in. Um, so that's when I did that. So I did just 40 minutes of list cardio. Um, and actually it dialed in my legs really, really well when I checked in on Wednesday. Yeah, my quads were looking really nice, actually. So I was quite pleased with that. So we've kept that in. Um, other than that, food didn't change. Food this week, or just recently, I'm, I'm actually just trying to dial in my midsection a little bit now because for some unknown reason, everything's coming in, but my midsection still seems to be fairly blocky. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, very strange, really. It's always been a stubborn area. Um, no, not really, to be honest. Um, the only thing that I can kind of think about with it being blocky is just the way that I'm genetically made. Mm. Um, you what know, I am pregnancy. Pregnancy doesn't really seem to make that much of a difference to having a blocky waist. Okay. As in like the straight up and down thing. Right. Um, I just, because obviously you grow outwards rather than as in like front front ways yeah. outwards rather than kind like of high green rather than. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, that barrel kind of look. Um, Bubble so up. you. There exactly. So so you grow in that regard, but I just want to dial it in a little bit more. I mean, I've I've obviously been told that I need to just kind of flare my lats a little bit more, and that will give me the illusion of having a narrower waist, which is great. Yeah. Um, 
but for my class athletic anyway, you know, we don't have that natural shape. It's not supposed to be about shape. So right. I'm, I'm in the right category and things. I just need to dial in my waist just that little bit more. Mm. So what we've decided to do is I've started to trial just two lower, lower days. They're certainly not low. But two lower days and then a big refeed and then again back down to two low days and then a big refeed. Sounds quite um, similar to me in, in a sense, except I'm doing it a bit different. But yeah, sounds quite similar. Yeah, okay. So that's good. So um, I'm literally just manipulating carbs in that way. Um, a form which, of carb cycling, correct? A form of carb cycling. That is exactly true. Yes. Um, How because... are you finding this mentally? Oh, yesterday was my first low day, and if I'm completely honest with you, I really did not like it. Talk, but... us, talk us through the numbers. People love right, knowing so... numbers. By the way, do not ever listen to our numbers and think this will work for you. Do not look at Vicky and think, oh, I'm the same weight as Vicky. I can eat that because I'm literally telling you right now, you fucking won't be able to. Why won't you yeah. be able to? Because there's a very, and I'm not trying to offend any listeners here, but there is a very minimal chance you train as hard as Vicky, especially yeah. if you're a female at her body weight. I'm just saying that, but <laughs> you, you can now unsubscribe from the podcast if you really want. But, exactly, uh, Vicky, yeah. <laughs> Vicky trains disgustingly hard. Probably She'd probably out-train me on a, on a few things, I reckon. We'd be pretty close, but she's got some fucking disgusting mindset. Anyway, continue. What were the low days? I do. I'm pretty pretty fucking mental when it comes to the gym, to be perfectly honest. However, okay, so moving on to low days. So my normal intake, I'm on about 2,500 calories on my normal days. Okay. Um, I, I went down to, I think it works out to about 1,900. Yeah. So I'm on about 260 grams of carbs, uh, about 47 grams of fats, and about 180 grams of protein on my normal intake days. Uh, protein and fat stay the same on my lower days, um, but all I do is I just reduce my carbs and they go down to um, approximately 170. Okay, um, yeah, so, quite low. Yeah, it's, a bit odd. Uh, that, it did, it really did, because I didn't really manipulate that much. I just took out two rice meals and one um, meal of oats, right. um, because it was just easy to manipulate um, yes. in that regard, and I don't want to think about a lot. Same. So yeah. yesterday, I think just kind of going into the day, I was like, that oh, shit, man, I'm, I'm not going to have any rice later on. And, and mentally, you're just setting yourself up for that kind of, you know, it's going to be a bad day and, and this, that and the other. But I think the other thing was, is that I haven't slept well at all this week. Mm. You've been That's getting the, up really early, right? Like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Oh, you know, um, and then the other day, I, I mean, I'm going to bed at like half past nine, trying to fall asleep by 10 and do, then waking up at two. Do you, do you, when you fall asleep at half nine and then get up at three, are you sleeping from half nine to three or is it intermittent? I'm kind of sleeping from about half nine to 10 o'clock until two in the morning and then tossing and turning for an hour until thinking, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to get up. Um, yeah, so, yeah, but so irritating. It really is, but it only actually started happening since I introduced that 40 minutes worth of cardio. Oh, right. Interesting. Okay. So Sunday night, I was fine. Monday night, that was the first night where I kind of got up early. I was like, oh, shit. And then Tuesday, that happened again. Um, so I was like, okay, so maybe it's because of the fact that I've sent myself into just maybe too much of a deficit or yes. I would, I mean, you know, and that's the reason why it's kind of affected my sleep just that little bit more. Um okay. But I'd much rather kind of not take any more food away because that is going to impact on my physique if I do that. So I'd much rather just have the cardio element in. So what I did last night, actually, was that I did actually take two ZMAs. 
Um, whereas I, the other day I only took one and that didn't help at all. Um, and I did wake up still at three o'clock, but I slept all the way through till then. And then I got up, went for your notorious middle of the night pee because, you know, we drink so much. Um, and then I actually managed to go back to sleep until my alarm went off at quarter past five. So to be fair, I had a really good night's sleep last night and I feel a hell of a lot better now. I bet you feel so good. No, just that extra couple of hours, it makes such a huge difference. Yeah. Which is ace. So, you know, I'm, I'm really happy on that. Um, so yeah, so obviously I just carried on, did my cardio this morning, and I had a good a good session of cardio this morning, went and did some physio, which by the way, guys, sports therapy is really, really important, getting deep tissue massages and foam rolling if you can't afford a guy to come and pummel you, really think about doing that, especially when you're in prep, you've yeah. got to look after your muscles. I've been having sports therapy on this messed up hamstring and a torn glute for the last kind of four months and it's still obviously giving me a bit of jip so i'm all strapped up and everything now but the the amount of work that my guy tom is doing on it is just extraordinary so you know don't take it for granted do mm. your stretching do your foam rolling do everything else like you need to do don't kind of think oh i don't have time for it you do yes. make time for it make yeah. time for it yeah so i did that and then i'm going to be training delts uh, later on which i'm really excited about because i'm going to have my chippies pre-delt meal <laughs> get on with the chippies um <laughs> So, yeah, so I'll be doing that and then hitting a good shoulder session um, before carrying on with some, some more updates from clients. Cool. Is it a low day today or a high day? What's things looking like at the moment? Or is it's it a another, normal day? No, no, it's another low day today okay. and then uh, refeed tomorrow. So we'll just kind of see how things pan out from there. I'm cool. hoping for some lots more chippies tomorrow. And and how are you structuring these sort of high versus low days? Is it is it purely a structure and you're like, okay... This is it. This is what I'm doing this week. This is low, low, high, low, low, high. That is it. Or do you respond to how you're looking and also regulate whether you're putting in more low days or more high days, etc.? Like, how are you setting up your week? Yeah, definitely going to auto regulate it based on how right. I look. Um, okay. I'm not, I, I need to pay a little bit of attention to the scales because my scale weight is really low at the minute. I'm, I'm weighing in at 103 pounds. Okay. Um, what was which your stage is, weight at the Midlands? Uh, 104.4. Right, okay, so a little bit less, right. Cool. Yeah, so a little bit less, So which is good because I want to kind of come in a little bit tighter. Of course, um, but a pound because, makes a huge difference. Oh, huge, you know. I mean, I look so much different yeah, just from being do. 103 pound at the minute Yeah. Um, and being 104, sorry, I was 104.8 on stage. So it's nearly two pound off. But even though people kind of go, oh, I've only lost two pounds this week, you know, in like the general scheme of things, that's massive. And when you're this lean, you can really see everything. I mean, the teardrops that are coming through in my quads now are, are just like slightly insane. Yeah. Um, so and cool. I don't know if, and, and I know we talked about it and took the piss out of it a little bit, but you know when you actually feel your quads? Yeah. I feel physically hard now. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. But one of the downsides about what I have been doing this week, I have found, is that my skin's really dry. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, really dry. So I I'm find not my skin gets enough. dry when I'm on a really low fat intake, and my fats are absurdly low right now. Um, they're as low as I can take them. Yeah, 30 grams on a high day, 35 grams on a low day. God, so, that's why with me. Yeah, basically, my, my, like, my calories versus your calories, Vic, not much fucking different, to be honest. <laughs> um, apart from my high days, my high days are probably a bit higher than yours. So my high days are like 2,700 calories, like 450 carb. Um, and my macros are probably 
more I, I I have a huge preference for carbohydrates like we talked about in the last video um, so I my carbohydrates are higher than yours on low days but mm. my protein's slightly lower and um, yeah. so I, I've just you know I've always been a guy that's sort of quite low protein for well I'm not low protein I'm just on the lower end of the protein um, or the lowest end of the protein. Yeah. We've got a crazy dog in the background. Yeah, um, sorry. <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, that's awesome. Obviously, um, in terms of, like, where you're at, at the moment, the goal is to, to obviously bring the, 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 the best combination of your overall condition with fullness that, yeah. that obviously beats the Midlands package slightly. Um, and how, like, at the moment, do you feel... Like from a mentality point of view, just as a final topic for your update, like how do you feel mentally? Obviously, one big thing that happened this week is that the entries got released. So yeah. we're the, the closing date for the actual competition. Dis, uh, bes, besides anyone that decides to enter late and play a, pay a late entry fee, has been released. So we pre, we pretty much know who we're competing against now, guys. So uh, I know I'm up against uh, nine other very talented juniors. And mm-hmm. Vicky's up against nine other phys- nine other athletic girls. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, yeah. how do you feel about that? Like, how, how um, do you feel mentally? I think I, I keep on telling myself competition is healthy, mm. and good competition is something that you really, really want to get. Um, yes. I'm trying. I'm not doing the stalking of the Facebook photo things and and that kind of thing because that will just completely just, and utterly throw me out. Just to, just to really, really interrupt on that point. Mm. When we got to the UK DFBA, me and Jack were obviously like on like waiting around. We got the entry. We got the sort of the pamphlet with the, the pamphlet. <laughs> the the um, what's it called? The show day. The show guide. Yeah, the show guide. Yeah. The pamphlet. Fuck me. And uh, <laughs> it says it says obviously the names of the competitors in the pamphlet. And one guy who we were with, we we're just standing around with chatting with was a physique guy and uh all i saw was him with the with the leaflet just with his phone like this and i could just tell by his face exactly what he was doing i knew exactly what that lad was doing and i looked at him and i just said mate do yourself a favor do not do that now stop put that phone away and just focus on what you what you're doing what meals you're eating like whatever you need to do because the minute you, t- like, show day, I think, something that I've learned this year, I respond and I do my best performances when I have laser focus. Like, so I think now, even, like, what you're just about to move on to most likely is the fact that we perform our best and we do our best results when we're just focusing on what we can do to be better, not what yeah. anyone else is doing, right? Yeah, absolutely, that's it. And I think one of the the biggest things with that is that it, that was one of the biggest mistakes that I did in 2015, to be honest, is that I was comparing myself to everybody else who was going to be on that stage. 
and you can completely mind fuck yourself if that is the case and just think oh jesus you know and this i'm not gonna do well and look how good that girl looks and look how good that guy looks and this ah, one's got striated quads and, and all the rest of it and it's yeah. just like it really just is not worth stressing yourself out because stress has a, an impact on your physique as well oh massively yeah you know so what i've just started doing recently is um i looked at the entries i was like okay there's like 10 people in my class that's great sure. i'm just getting i'm just getting normal final stage nerves yeah and just kind of crapping myself in that regard <laughs> but i'm not crapping myself because of me stalking other people if you know what i mean yeah yeah you know i'm crapping myself because i want i want to do so well so badly that sometimes that does play to my detriment yeah. because I'm there stressing myself out thinking I need to do well I need to do well I need to do well when actually I just need to take a step back and just go do you know what Victor chill the fuck out and just enjoy the last three weeks you know and take because, every day as it comes yeah because obviously you know we've we're not share we're not scared to share our goals I know that you know both our goals involve getting invites to the best of the best and, and yeah. trying to and trying to compete at a world final this year in whatever federation we managed to make it through to um yeah. that's like to be honest like if you're following the natty scene that's where we want to take it like that's where like we we we, we want to fucking take it all the way um and that's what we're all about so but 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 now you know with with three weeks left it, it's i was talking to jack thorburn last night he'll probably listen to this and, hi Jack. And hi Jack. You sure <laughs> um, hope you're enjoying your jam. Um, so and your stairmaster. Uh, <laughs> oh, what a bad combination! Uh, <laughs> stairmaster have jam. Yeah, he probably has jam on the stairmaster, doesn't he? He's probably spreading yeah, yeah. his spreading his bagel on the stairmaster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on level eleven. <laughs> on level eleven. Yeah, no hands crew. Um, yeah. So uh, yes, I was talking to him, and I was like, mate, it will be like a blink a blink of the eye and we'll be on stage uh, this week for me like just to you know briefly touch on me before you ask me any questions has gone so fast like so fast but I, I you know I tell you what like I was going to tell you how I feel but be- uh, before we started recording man like the 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 weird it's, I've just been feeling really weird this week like just hella odd um, I don't know whether it's a, a, a mild anxiety or something like that, but I felt like my head was just like all over the shot, like just a mix of ex- like a good thing, a good thing. Mm. I was just so excited that my head just couldn't couldn't contemplate quite what was going on. So I remember like usually I'll go on my like morning or evening walks and my head, I have really good clarity. And I'll just be able to like listen to my podcast or just chill out. But this week, every time I've gone on a walk, and to be fair, this morning was the first walk that it's completely gone, and that I'm I feel just back to my normal self. Every morning, I was like, in my head, I was just thinking, what am I going to do? How much do my scale weight need to drop? Okay, so I've got three leg workouts until the BMBF finals. Okay, and then I've got six until the UKDFBA. And then if I do the next one after that, then I've got eight after that. And then if if I do that, then... But what if I book this? And then, oh my God, my head was rushing. And it was a really horrible feeling. Like, you almost feel sick because you're trying to deal with so much going on in your head. And I think this is a very normal prep feel to feel anxiety and to feel like the whole 
countdown process and I think that's why some people generally struggle with sleep is because when they go to bed their mind is just rushing with fitness it's rushing with physique it's rushing with am I good enough it's ru- rushing with hence why uh, I just to cover my sleep I am sleeping unreal good which I'm so happy about like uh, I think the introduction one of Sedeme is good um First off, I'm not getting any wacky dreams, and I'm just sleeping. I sleep all the way from about half ten at night until half five in the morning. Uh, And I I wake up at exactly 2 a.m., which is very odd, exactly 2 a.m., and go to the toilet. That's when my my urine clock wakes me up. Wow, that's weird. And uh, then then when I get back into bed, I, I get back into bed and I just fall asleep. Two... Big revelations or three, uh, besides the ZMA, is the 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 sleep goggles, uh, oh. an a, an episode of Power on Netflix, so that I'm completely outside of fitness for a bit, just completely take. I I don't I pretend I'm not even in prep anymore. I just sit down and watch Power. That's nice. it, and I take my mind off prep, and that's key. And then the third thing is this is a absolute revelation you might want to try it vicky and listeners you might want to try it if you're struggling with sleep for me i need complete darkness and i also need complete silence so i wear now i got them off amazon i've got like a pack of a hundred earbuds so you twist them in your ears blocks out all noise and i can't i can't hear a thing and that makes me like jaded as fuck like, nice. I feel really, like, when I get into bed, I feel wobbly. I feel like I'm literally just about to pass out. I hit the hay, and I'm just gone, like a light bulb. Um, So that, like, that's pro tips, guys. Like, that's a sleep renovation. I can't wait to take that into my off-season, because I reckon I'll fucking sleep, like, nine hours, ten hours a night. <laughs> now now I'm only amazing. sleeping, like, six and a half. But to be honest, yeah, that's yeah. All, all your body really needs when you're, like, just, like, you're just killing it in prep. Like, you can kill it. It's so cool how much work you can kill off as well when you get up at, like, 5.30. Oh, like, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm, you can do, like, six check-ins. Work. I know. Yeah, I've done, like, I've done, like, half my check-ins by, like, 7 a.m. or something. I've done, like, two programs. Yeah. And, like, you, like in an off-season, I wouldn't even be fucking awake by then. I'd be, yeah. I'd be in, the, in the bed, like, asleep. <laughs> um but you grow more when you do that so yeah you do um, you do uh so yeah and a quick quick quickly obviously vicky is there well not quickly but yeah. questions you wanted to ask me um yeah. about about my week obviously i've covered sort of mentality wise and sleep yeah. but is there anything else that you wanted to sort of ask me so let's go on to your cardio then, because you've switched up from the um, oh, yeah. the bike the bike of power. So you've protected some bruises on your ass now, oh. and your coccyx is feeling a hell of a lot better. Oh. Um, and you've switched that up to the power walks, right? Yes, yes. So yeah. power walks are really lovely, and I don't remember. I don't know if you remember. I hope you do, but I remember in 2015 when we were prepping together, and I was like, AJ, I've just done my walk in like 33 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to beat the time on the power walk, which yeah, is the same. Impressive. Yeah, it's weird, right? Um, so, yeah, you switched that up. Now, did you find that that's actually taking anything away from your leg days or you're getting sore or anything like that in comparison to the bike? Oh, in comparison to the bike, it's it's made my leg days ten times better. Yeah. Because the bike, the bike was fatiguing my legs. The Stairmaster was fatiguing my legs. Oh. The hit that I was doing was fatiguing my legs and fucking me up. 
So yeah. the 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 power walks are fucking amazing. They're they they're so they they don't fatigue you, but they're intense enough to get your heart rate into that sort of fat burning zone. Mm-hmm. And they're also if you're clever about them, and you do the bro science side of things with regards to a little minor contraction in your glutes and hamstrings when you're walking. So the pigeon walk. Yeah. F- yeah. Fuck it. Like Flex Lewis once said it in an interview. He was like. What, uh, I mean, it's totally bullshit. Well, it's not totally bullshit, but there might be some science behind it. There might not be. But he said in an interview once, he was like, someone asked him, how do you dial in your glutes? And he was like, power walks. Yeah. And I squeeze my glutes, like, with most steps I take. It's pretty, and one thing that I do think there's actually science behind that, um, besides bro science, because I like to think that I'm, like, maybe 60, maybe, like, 20%, 30% bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, gotta have a little bit of brain. Yeah, you gotta yeah. have some brain. Um, I think the science behind that would be that if you are trying to consciously contract your glutes or hamstrings in a power walk, your heart rate will most likely be higher, and you'll probably burn more calories in the in the entire walk. If you're doing a forty minute walk, I gu- I guarantee you, if you try to if you try to do it, it's harder. So if it's harder, you're probably burning more calories. So you're mm. probably getting, and I think a lot of people who pretend they probably do still get shredded over time, but I think a lot of people don't put enough intensity into their cardio and mm. don't don't treat it with the the intent that they should. If you're walking for your cardio, you should be aiming to get your heart rate up, and you should be aiming by the end of your cardio not to be in bits because I'm not because I'm really I'm fit enough to probably handle a ha- like an hour power walk and sure. be absolutely fine but because I'm just like I'm fit in contest prep but if I was to go on that power walk in an off season when I'm not fit I'd be fucked I'd be out of breath because there is a decent intensity to it mm. um so yeah instead of basically what I've been doing is I was doing towards the back end of uh, the midlands prep I was doing stairmaster um and like i said you know it fatigued my quads a lot and then between the midlands and the uk dfba i did for three weeks i did the recumbent bike and yeah. i was doing 40 minutes of that four times a week four or t- four or five times a week so most days it was it was basically every day apart from two leg days so it was five times a week Right, okay. Um, and then con- combined with that, I'd do 15 to 17,000 steps. Um, and now all I'm doing is two power walks, which are, they're both about, well, they should be if I achieve the right intensity. Last night I got a fucking ginormous PB because <laughs> I, watched, I watched some Olympic power walking and I got a new technique. Guys, it's all in the hips. It's all yeah. in the hips. It's all I'm in the hips. If you're, if you're on video, this is exactly how we do it. It's all yeah, in the see. hips. We're doing so, it together and me yeah. and AJ are dancing now. Yeah, I know, I'm going to <laughs> I'm gonna ask you in a bit about your fucking stepper that you got as well. It looks hella weird. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, I, um, yeah, so yeah, I got a huge PB last night. So yeah, under 45 minutes they should be, but they're about 45 minutes. They're about four and a half kilometers long. So I do two of them a day, but they count towards my step total as well. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So they're not on top of my steps. I'm not doing two 45-minute walks and 20,000 steps a day. 
fuck that. Exactly. I was going to say, you're going to be the next bikini girl yeah, on stage like that. Yeah, i fucking emaciated. Yeah, so totally. Actually, if you work it out over the course of the week, I'm actually doing more intense calorie burning across the day. Yeah. But I'm actually doing a little bit less overall expenditure. Um, because my my steps were like 16, 17K alongside doing CV. And yeah. now I'm doing no CV. I'm doing two power walks, uh, which are about... They're, they're wicked because they're about sort of 6,000 steps each. So it gets me 12K in the bag quite easily. And then mm. what I find is that I tend to accumulate about 6,000, 7,000 just by doing just general shit and then walking around the gym so yeah. i don't actually need to do anything on top of those walks and i've mm. pretty much nailed it which is wicked uh, yeah so definitely I actually, feel, I actually feel like now i'm doing less when in reality i'm probably maintaining if not doing a little bit more um mm. and obviously from a body weight perspective my body weight throughout peak week dropped so i actually had a scale weight drop um throughout the peak week even despite being fuller on the day is just weird like body don't know how that works but it was it was a great look on the uk dfba show i was very happy with that just to cover that and uh yeah my body weight hit a new low on the show day itself 148.8 i think that's primarily down vicky to food volume because yeah i consume a lot of veg and on peaking uh like one day out and show day i won't consume any veg yeah yeah, uh, yeah and and it would generally be a very low fiber diet on that day so mm. I, think that's, I think that's it and that's realistically it in terms of why i always weigh in light so i i need to really ignore show day weights um so just bear attention to them but realistically ignore them because they're a bit of an anomaly so sure. uh that was actually a successful week of fat loss so um, I managed to sort of get, I think, 0.7 off on average that week, maybe a pound. Nice, that's um, good. So that was good. And then this week we're looking at already uh, about, I think, 0.5 off. Brilliant. And the, the setup at the moment for people that are interested, just to cover that as a final thing, is is four low days. So Sunday through to Wednesday are low. Uh, the macros on that is 230 carb. 35 fat, 165 protein. So okay. like I said, it's just above a gram per pound of protein, uh, which people will probably be intrigued with, but we'll see how I retain muscle. Because um, yeah. I'm not dropping any lifts at the moment. Training's going superb. Um, yes. Recovering really, really well. Not not like discovering that I get any more sore or anything like that. Um, yes. Like just everything's going really, really well from a training perspective, which is great. Which is very interesting because post-show after the Midlands, I was fucked. And that was mm. a shit week of training. This week, not fucked at all, despite driving for longer and mm. posing in two classes and an overall. I was yeah. fine. I think my endurance with posing is just way better, Vicky. I think that's good. I think it also might have something to do with the fact that you had a little bit of a diet break, which obviously resulted in fat loss. Yeah, um, maybe. But yeah. You still, yeah, but you still had a diet break. Yeah. So whereas obviously at this point, um, oh, sorry, back in the Midlands, you, mean, you didn't oh, have any kind yeah. of diet break. You mean like a, a backload of cal- like a backload um, of uh, peaking as opposed to just a one refeed, yeah? Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but then again, after the Midlands, I did have a full diet break, you know, the Yeah, but you up. lost weight in that point. Yeah, yeah, true, I guess, I guess, yeah. Uh, the main thing in the Midlands was uh, a huge issue with my quads cramping, mm. and I couldn't actually flex them. 
no mm. no issues at all with the UK DFBA. None. Okay. Okay. So I sorted that and I think that was a sodium issue. I think the loading of sodium pre-stage just doesn't work with me. So yeah. I just kept salting my usual meals as I normally would. No issues. So I think if anything, guys and girls, if your coach, you know, says because sometimes I do include it in client protocols, if your coach says, um, salt pre-stage, like a big heavy hit and low sodium up until that point make sure you try it and do some posing before you uh, sort of hit the stage because it could cause some horrible cramping and and it really is painful and it really puts you off your posing um mm. so yeah i think that's important to note um so that was a good week of fat loss and yeah like i said this week already 0.5 down the goal now and the high days by the way are 450 carb or 450 to 500 depending on what what i look like and what i weigh um mainly what i look like because that's the yeah. main goal um so that's that's the main goal at the moment is literally what i look like um and i already think that this week like feeling down the side of my legs feeling in my hamstrings looking at the pictures uh looking at my glutes a little bit like i already feel leaner so 0.5 drop this week if i do another 0.5 next week another 0.5 the week after that i reckon the glutes are going to be very very close to being like naughty naughty looking because they're naughty close we like naughty as they're, they're close it's like the bottom the bottom um portion of them starting to get a little bit more striated the top where you can't see and you said this to me as well yeah. like so i've sent you full-on naked glue images yeah. um so the top where you can't see is actually striated they're striated from the side but mm. they're not top to toe Jack Thorburn style yet, um, mm. which the goal is the goal is not to achieve that. That's not the goal. Like that, I'm not chasing striated glutes because if I did, I could wither away the rest of my physique. The goal is to very slowly lose body weight and lose body fat yeah. in images over the course of the next two to three weeks. From there, I think fat loss will be done by the by the BNBF finals. I think I will be done with fat loss, and right. the the goal from moving forward from there will be a very slow tapering up of calories. And okay. m- namely, well, the first thing I'll do because I'm kind of okay with where my calories are at and the high low day approach. The first thing I'll do is start actually just tapering off the cardio and mm. start tapering back on the steps because. As much as 20,000 steps is feasible, it's a bit of a fucking pain in the ass going for two 45-minute walks a day. If I can reduce them down to initially two 35-minute walks or two 30-minute walks, that'll actually be nice. Yeah. Um, and, it will, and it will probably allow my quads to fill out again a bit more because I do think that hammering away at the pavements does definitely wither away at your lower body a little bit sure um, so you just got to be careful as to how much you're hammering it um so yeah anyway not to make my end of the story not too long but that that's where i'm at and i think i think we pretty much round things up we'll let you um smother in your chippies and me smother yeah. my chippies as well i think we're both we're both hungry at this point so Absolutely. um uh yeah uh one one last thing vicky let me just 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 check my Instagram just to see whether I've got. I don't know whether I did or not. Get any questions? Um, I don't think I did. How rude! Um, okay, there is one from Pure Dot Dedication. Okay, this is Nicholas. He yeah. asks, "How long until you are 
both getting back on stage after this season. So Ooh. quick fire, quick fire question: What's the plan after this season for you? Well, after this season, um, to be perfectly honest, I'm going to see how I recover because I had to take a year out in 2016 due to some injuries. I blew my subscap muscle first of all, uh, which is uh, just underneath your shoulder blade, and that was ridiculously painful. Okay. And then obviously with this one, um, I've had issues with my glute and my hamstring, which I'm still on recovery for. Um, I think as a natural, especially as a natural woman, um, I'd probably like to take another year out okay. to get some good muscular um, gains on the go because of the simple fact that we can't just, you know, grow muscles overnight, unfortunately. It took me two years to put on a good amount of muscle and then obviously retain it a lot better by getting my nutrition in fact. So I think now that my mindset and my um, approach to off-season has changed a lot, I'd still mm. like to make that progress with a year out. That's my initial thought as well. And plus, I want to get my powerlifting back up to stretch. And, you know, I haven't been able to deadlift in such a long time because of this glute. So I want to get that strength back before I kind of commit myself to absolutely anything. But yeah, that's my plan. Yeah. Having a year out. What about you? Um, well, we've, we, we've definitely got to have at least a year out because we've got to enjoy some eateries. Oh some, yeah, and some epic off-season sessions. So, uh, and by the way, guys, we will certainly keep these updates coming into our off-season, and you can watch our faces dramatically change by the week. Um, <laughs> you so. know, I noticed that as well. You know, on my podcast on the Don't Fear the Weight one, I've got the thumbnails and stuff. Yeah. If, if you scroll backwards, it's <laughs> literally like I'm reverse dieting. Just in my face, I just start to go, you know, I've got like proper hands to cheeks on the go. It's quite funny. Yeah. And then obviously do it in reverse order. And then I just start to, you know, slowly Slow. bring in the strong jawline. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, but yeah, definitely funny. keep these updates going. I've had a few people actually ask if we're going to do them on off season. So, yes, the answer is yes, be we really will good. do. Yeah, yeah it's really important to cover that bit, I think. Um, mm. People will relate a lot to it and, and get, gain even more traction, I reckon. So uh, my side of things in terms of taking years out, I will be most likely taking two to three years out. Reason being is I'll be going up from a junior to a middleweight. Now, nice. for me... The long-term goal is I would love... My long-term goal is to be a WMBF pro. Um, yeah. Reason being is because at the moment, like whilst I, I, I absolutely see uh, DFAC and the BMBF as, as like a, a superb federation, I think like where, where I realistically want to compete, I think at the moment and the opportunities that are arising within WMBF mm. and competing at WMBF Worlds, which, you know, like Brian Whitaker competes at and Nunes competes at, you know, that's realistically what I want to achieve. And the the way to do that is obviously to to, to go through the UK DFBA and not to say that I won't compete in the BABF because I will. I definitely will as a middleweight. Um, but it will be coming back in the UK DFBA and the BNBF as a middleweight. And the calibre of that is uh, extremely high. And what made me very happy was at the weekend in the UK DFBA lightweights I was very hotly contesting for actually just winning that class yeah um, and you know the, the the guy that came third Vicky the guy that came third is actually already he's already competed at a WMBF world he got invited as a bantamweight in 2015 wow you know, that that class was very very good 
Um, and also, there was a guy who didn't actually place in the top three as a lightweight at the UK DFB that, that had been with the BMBF to the um, to the Miami World Finals before. He was just wow. he was just a little bit off on the day, uh, but you could tell backstage the the guy has so much density. If he was a little bit tighter, he probably would have had me. Um, but he he like there was some really fucking good guys in that class. Um, the reason why I can't come back as a lightweight next year is because I won't be able to make it. Um, yeah. I, 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 was, I was with my hoodie off. I'd, I'd have obviously on the day I could have taken my shorts off, etc. But I was 69.8. And the cutoff in the UK DFBA for lightweight 70. 70, yeah. Yeah. I was scared I wasn't going to make it. I actually tapered my water just a slight bit on the morning of just so I could, just so I could get in because I knew that I'd have way more of a chance in the lightweights. And I knew that drinking a little bit less water wouldn't affect me it didn't um yeah. and i was i was glad that i did that because um because I, I you know i wouldn't i wouldn't i don't think i would have done as well in the middleweights as i would, did in the lightweights because ryan howell's one and he's really really good at the moment he's coming in better and better sure as is peter um peter macy i think he's getting better and better show by show um but yeah the goal that would be the goal two 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 to three years come back as a middleweight and uh, go go for a British title, and then see what sort of heavyweight I meet in the in the overall. Uh, nice. Which, uh, if it's any, <laughs> if it's anything like Sam Watt, I think I'll have to take about eight years and t- yeah, yeah, in it. So um, it it is very difficult, guys. Very difficult to achieve the goals that I'm setting, and I'm sure that the goals that Vicky is setting as well they're equally as as high. And the reason why we set high goals is because you know, we, we care a lot about this sport and we want to invest our time. We invest a lot of time into this and we care a lot about um, not only like personal improvement, but also the achievement of an end goal. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that covers that question really, really nicely. Good question from Nicholas. So thanks, man. Mm, mm, um, thanks. Cool. We'll wrap things up there then, Vicky. And thanks, guys, again for listening. Of course, uh, if you're listening, please screenshot, tag us in it, give us your feedback and we'll see you for the next one. Cheers, Vicky. See you later. Awesome. Bye. Bye.